All right, hello everybody. Welcome back to Around the World and Back. This is the second episode with Erica. Indeed. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. Right. I feel like I've been here the whole time. Yeah, no. <laughs> we totally aren't recording two episodes straight. <laughs> we would never. That's right. unintegrous. Yeah. Uh, okay. But now, you know, last episode we ended up talking about cultural identity, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just go straight into this. You guys know who I am. You guys know who she is. This is great. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. But uh, <laughs> um, we'll go straight into this. We're this time we'll talk about like identity as a person. You know, we were talking yeah, about and- this like off, you know, like kind of off recording. It was um, mm-hmm. you know, Erica brought up a great point. Like this is a perfect time to talk about this, given like our age demographic. Hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. we're in our twenties. I'm a cis woman he's a cis guy like finding out who you are and and figuring out doing the eat pray love dance of your 20s is happening as we speak i'm i'm 26 at the moment i'm gonna turn 27 in a bit how old are you prince i am 22 turning 23 on the Mm. 4th of october which is yeah a month from now like a month (laughs) three days right (laughs) so perfect timing so yeah um but yeah, no, uh, you know what? Let's go straight into this. Like, um, yeah. you know, finding out like who you are, like, what do you have to say about that? I'll, I'll let you take the reins. From, you know. Oh man, <laughs> that's a big question. Oh, I guess like the way that we even started this conversation was what I was like, who are you at parties? And then like, we started talking about like fitting into communities and fitting into groups and having different roles and, and um we ended up with a bit of like uh when you get to a certain age you're not as insecure anymore um so finding out who I am I mean like you said um, before we hit record prints it is like a lifelong journey it's a a long thing that is never gonna end um that's what she said and uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait that ends <laughs> um no that doesn't you we pray that it the ends. Guy- you, you can't expect a guy to go all the way with never ending like you're you're gonna Good kill us. <laughs> yeah we don't we don't want that either um no but like uh definitely it's it's a long process and I think in your 20s it's it's a really like fraud thing because you're just most of the time you're ending school and so now you're going into the workforce and um you don't really know who you are you don't really know what you're good at yet um, so for me, discovering who I am has just been a lot of a lot of self-reflection and a lot of reevaluating what my values are, um, where my boundaries are, wh- what I care about keeping in my life and what I don't have the energy to keep anymore. And I feel like at 26, I, uh, I'm not like perfectly there, of course, like I keep saying it's a lifelong thing, but I feel like I have a, a way better idea of myself than I even did at like 22, 23, which is Prince's age. How about you, Prince? How, how do you feel about self-identity? Uh, oof. You know, for me, it's more like I kind of had this like epiphany the other day. It was more yeah. like prior to this year, I was a concoction of media I consumed, friends I have had. And I've taken Mm -hmm. bits and pieces of their personality because at the ages of like 16, 16 to like 20, you know, friend groups are like one of the most important things for you, you know? Yeah, for sure. So like, and there would be times where like, you know, you're so used to having friend groups and I'll admit, like, 
I was a little late blooming into my own, like, you know, kind of oh, coming into my own. Same. Like, Homeschooling does that to you. <laughs> for me, it was the moving, man. It was like, it was mm, the moving all around. It. It's like all these cultures, like, trying to, like, one, like, like fucking last episode, like, I, I had to figure out, like, my own, you know, ethnic identity and stuff right yeah but then like, which is I... one one part out of exactly. the whole identity that you have to figure out exactly but then like <laughs> but then like the next part for me was like like i fucking love like basketball football and stuff right but then mm-hmm. at some point i had to really evaluate myself do i really do i really like this or do i only like this because most of my friends like this? <laughs> Yeah, is this something that I enjoy because of myself or because of other people? Exactly. Like, (laughs) it was the same thing with the music I listened to. Like, I mean, God, Mm -hmm. I I was super hardcore into punk. Like, I was gatekeeping that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like I was gatekeeping that shit. Like, I I had a few friends that would, would, like, listen to, like, a fucking, um, what's his name? Juice World and stuff. And I'd be like, nah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, they're like, do you listen to him? I was like, no, dude that shit ain't punk like fuck that <laughs> like, <laughs> like 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 have you have you heard of this new pop punk band five sex of summer like nah that's pop rock that's not punk but then like now i fucking love five seconds of summer like dude like they're amazing by the exactly, way exactly they're so good i yeah. love five seconds of summer you know like like i was gatekeeping like punk and then but the fun part is now now that i've kind of accepted that i do like punk for what it is well pop punk generally mm-hmm. Like I was talking to Erica about this on Instagram. Like we had this conversation a few days yeah. ago, like a week ago. I remember like, that. My um my tagline now is I am your friendly neighborhood pop punk softball. <laughs> and I find it so interesting because like you identify with with uh music. Like your identity is is a bit in this music. I do, like very creative stage because the one thing I've known about me is like I love writing, I love podcasts, I love doing something. Mm-hmm creative and you know recently i've um like early this year i i switched on over to the bass guitar which yeah you know um i've always thought of myself as a guitar player because most of my idols you know have always been guitar players i'm a very okay mediocre guitar player but i am you know (laughs) but like okay guitar player equals good bass player (laughs) yeah that's true you have the skills to to be a good bass player so and i don't know just something about that bass that kind of like just being that like like that glue to kind of hold us down together just really (laughs) entices me you know it's like like um which bleeds into you know something that eric and i talked about like off recording but we'll bring into now is like Mm. admittedly i am the type of person to kind of like want to have his say you know kind of want to have the last word or you know i wouldn't want to say power, it was very but... much like the the thing that you were saying was more like you like having a really involved part in a group knowing that you contribute to that oh, yeah, group yeah, and yeah. knowing that like you having that part is really important exactly. power was like a little bit of it but it was a lot of like i i just want to be like present in this group and you said like leave my my mark on it i think that's exactly what you said. yeah 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 like i always like having the you know the recognition of being like like mm. i was part of this you know because like it's maybe i wouldn't i don't know if it's a bad thing but i mean i use it i view it in a more positive light where i'm kind of more like mm-hmm. you know that want to always be involved in something or whatever i'm 
you know, asked to be involved in, yeah, I will always want to leave like my own handprint on it, you know? Yeah, that's what you said, a handprint. Exactly. So just like having like my own handprint on it and being like, yeah, you know, I was able to do this. I was able to do that. Like, like even if it's like, you know, um, like let's say I, w- I was recording a song with like one of my friends uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the bass, we can admit, you know, to the untrained ear, you know, you, you can't really hear the bass when you listen to the song unless it's like mm-hmm. boosted or whatever but it's but like, super important because if you don't have the bass to a song then it ruins the song actually exactly. exactly so um there's this one part of the song where like he fades his guitar out and i just do this little like i, I play this little note that's really mm-hmm. heard and i'm so proud of it just because it's like knowing that like somewhere in that song you have this like perfect harmony of the guitar fading out yeah the bass playing a note and it's like it's the Definitely. smallest thing it's like a second but then i can go up and say like that's my handprint on this like that's, that's yeah me. so like i that's my contribution exactly so like that's that's what i enjoy like in a group setting like even like finding myself out like like you know back to the original point of this it's like i'm the type of person to always want to be involved if i want to be involved you know because mm. again you can't always only have the good you gotta have the bad I switch off sometimes. Yeah. I'll admit we have talked about this. I do switch <laughs> off at times if, if I. What what is switching off for those of of us who uh, have not heard this term um, and oh, specifically God. the context for this term? What would you describe switching off as for you? For me, it was it's basically just going on on like like getting into a very tunnel vision type of thing. Like I'm a very mm. um, I'm a very like idealistic person. But also at the yeah. same time, it's like I always wanted to go my way. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like sometimes, you know, so like, well, well, not always, but then like, you know, whenever there's no clear alpha or leader in the group, right. I kind of want to, I like, you I look subconsciously, I step up. Like, mm. like, uh, you know, if, if I was to say I'm a very silent leader type of guy, you know, like, I won't mm, put myself interesting. in front at the first go. You know, if, you know, if, like, let's say we were out at like a Congress or something and someone would be like, oh, who wants to be yeah. the leader of this? I'd always genuinely step back. But as soon as like two minutes go by and no one stands up, I'll be like, no, screw it. I'll do it. <laughs> like, no, I need to, fine. I'll do it myself. <laughs> no, no, that. And I hate no action. Yeah, like, me too. I, I, I get that. I hate when no one does anything and we're wasting mm-hmm. precious time. I don't know. Like, I have a weird thing with time. Like, for me, time is something important and it's like if like just be efficient just do it now if if you said it now like exactly just do do the thing i mean it's not even that it's just for me it's just more like dude if like it's time it's like shit Mm -hmm. is like it's always running you know it's it's not something that like because people don't really know how much time they, they have to begin with, right? So, like, yeah. you, you never know how much seconds, like, how precious seconds are, you know? So, for me, like, time is hella valuable. And I will, you know, that, that's that's something I've, I've always instilled in myself. It's like, mm. dude, like, let's let's not waste time, <laughs> you know? I have a question, too, because you kind of brought this up when you were talking about, like, identify with, with being, like, a pop punk boy or whatever it was. <laughs> um, my question is more, like, would you define yourself by what you consume or i guess in the, in the broader sense are we what we consume and then also like at at what point do we separate ourselves versus the things that we 
consume. Like I, I, for example, really love um, weird like folk rock and <laughs> like, I, I guess I could put myself in the group of folk rock, metal, whatever it's called, post-industrial something, something lovers. But then um, at the end of the day too, I'm like, oh, but that's like not my entire identity. And so like, I guess for you, would you lean more towards defining yourself by what you consume? Or are you kind of like, you take a little bit of it and are like, okay, I'm going to back away and that's going to be its own thing. And I'm going to be in my corner over here being myself. You know? Um, does, that make, does that make any sense? Was that no, really? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it, it makes sense. Actually, a really good question. But um, no, mm-hmm. like I'd, I'd say that you are not what you consume, but you are mm-hmm. what you choose to be. Because like for, for, mm, okay. for, for the whole pop punk thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not the only thing I consume, but it's majority of it. But thing is, like, yeah. I wasn't labeled by anyone. I chose mm. to label myself that. So, in a sense, like, I chose it, you know? Like, so, it's, like, it's whatever you want to associate, you want, you want yourself to be associated with. So, I, you, you choose your own personalities. Is that what you feel like it is? Like, you choose definitely, which definitely. parts identify you? Yeah. I mean, like, I've kind of noticed this as well. Like, I love anime, right? I fucking love anime. Yeah. Like, like watch a bunch, like, watch a bunch bunch of anime but mm-hmm. <laughs> will i ever go up and be like you know i'm on like otaku i yeah. don't really recognize that like i love anime but if anything i'd say i'm more of a sports lover like i love okay. you know i love sports more like you know i love honestly i i maybe consume more anime than i do like sports stuff like i yeah like, I barely watch a full game of basketball i like for football i only watch like teams i like and even then, it's like if I'm free, like I, I don't make a conscious decision to like clear out my plans for today or, or like mm. or whatever. But like, I don't just I don't recognize with being an otaku. Yeah. You know, yeah. Even, even it's not like I, an all consuming thing for you. Exactly. Like your entire identity isn't staked in that one thing. Exactly. Like when it comes to pop punk, like I obviously listen to like more types of music now as well. Like, you know, pop, you know, like mm-hmm. even a little bit of like like country here and there actually like, like yeah like I've, I've been getting a lot into british rap as well but like stormzy <laughs> exactly well, love yeah, stormzy but yeah i mean like you know like just because i listen to those like mm. doesn't mean like i i always you know just because i consume it doesn't mean that i'm yeah tied to you identify with that exactly because like, i i wonder too like you had mentioned that like when you were younger I, I don't know if I misunderstood this, but it seemed like you mentioned when you were younger that you identified with that stuff more. But as you've gotten older, it has your perspective changed? Like, do you find yourself identifying less with those things and, and I guess, finding yourself authentically despite all the different influences? Or do you find that you are still like... Um, it's almost like like bits and pieces are the things that make up your identity um, i don't well, know actually, if i'm making any sense you are no you are no but like okay so <laughs> here's the thing when i was younger it was exactly what you asked it's like whatever mm. you, whatever i consumed that was my identity yeah because i didn't know any better like i genuinely yeah that's I, true i consumed a lot of like these classic punk things right like yeah you know, the ramones sex pistols you know mm-hmm. like i consumed that and i thought that that's what defined me and I never realized that, like, I defined myself. 
So yeah. in a way, in a way, like I've I've openly said this before, you know, like I love punk, I love pop punk, I love Green Day. Yeah. But it's it's hindered me musically because mm. I always had to think that like, oh shit, like is this punk enough? Like I would listen to like five <laughs> sauce. This Does this enough? fit in with who I am? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then like and then like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't bother learning like scales i wouldn't bother learning like mm. you know like jazz chords or anything I would yeah play like power chords and be like you know this is enough for punk right but then now yeah. but then now like I'm, I'm trying to move into like actually you know being a you know a good bass player because you know for, for guitar you know like old habits die hard man like i tried writing mm-hmm. a song the other day and like for the longest time i was like i'm gonna write something that doesn't sound like green day my strumming yeah. patterns like dude it's like it's ingrained into me that <laughs> yeah that that strumming pattern that like technique where like i i i have a pick but the first thing mm-hmm. that ever hits the strings is like my index fingers nails so like every okay. time i play guitar i'm like shredding my nail and my pick into like yep. the strings and it would have this like really raw powerful attack but i'm like dude i want to write a ballad <laughs> <laughs> this is a love song and yeah. i'm playing it like as if it's death metal like it, it's not gonna work so <laughs> so on bass it's like a whole new instrument for me I'm, I'm learning how to how to you know expand myself musically so now i'm you know that's part of the personality thing where like i'm choosing to do Ooh, this and it's not what i can yeah do. definitely it's okay it's really fascinating like the reason i asked this is because I didn't realize that other people don't think this way about their personality because I think you and I are kind of similar in the sense that we take elements of the things that we like and, um, you know, we confuse them into one, its own thing. Like the fact that you play Green Day songs, um, but that strumming pattern is so ingrained in you that now that's just the way that you play guitar. That's Prince's way of playing guitar. It is. Like, Um, if if anyone's ever heard me, like, I know some people complain that, like, when I play my acoustic guitar, they are genuinely concerned for it because I hit it so hard that like I am genuinely yeah. I genuinely feel like I'm assaulting this guitar. Like, but that's what I mean. Like people now know you for like a certain sound that you have. Exactly. But I didn't realize this until like really recently. Some people they identify with like a group if that like yeah instead of being like um oh like I like like I'm Prince and I play guitar the way Prince does it would be like I'm a Green Day fan and therefore I play like other Green Day fans do or like uh, I guess in a more like uh, broader sense like oh I like Dungeons and Dragons which is something that you and I both like to do yeah. and then uh-huh. yeah and it's like well we're my, also low my key geeks, is, guys. <laughs> yeah we're low-key like kind of nerdy um I keep anyway um but very much like sometimes people are like oh like this whole group that group is my identity the fact that I belong to the group of people who plays Dungeons and Dragons He's like a identity. click basically you know yeah but it's like i didn't realize that that's not that's actually how some people view themselves they don't view themselves in like a, a personal way they as having like influences of dungeons and dragons they're like here's all my group identities i identify as part of the dungeons and dragons group i like harry potter group i like you know watching the office group okay but um, then i mean this is also I feel like it's it's more of an us thing because like we've we, we've talked about this like off recording again it's mm. like you and I are both like more popular loners type of people like we, we <laughs> yeah, like sociable loners like like maybe more me than you because because like 
from what I understand that you you like your alone time way more because like I do but I also have a lot of friends like I'm not saying that as a flex like I just forget how many friends I have until my entire weeks are like booked up with meeting like two to three people exactly and then I'm like crap Oh, yeah, like so tired. I, Why am I so I tired? Feel like, I feel like that's a side product of our personalities in general, just because mm. you and I are more like, you know, given that loners. We, yeah, like, like like loners, like like we're forced to kind of have our own identity because because like you, there's no expectation of us in a group because we don't want to be in one at times, so we kind of have rather to develop like, our own self. Not even no expectation, but we thwart the expectation of being in a group. Like, mm, exactly. I, I don't know if you experience this too, but the whole sociable loner thing, the reason I really identify with that the same way that you do is because I get along with people more one-on-one. Like when I get to groups, I can, I can like, I can vibe, yeah. I guess. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Like, yeah. Like, and it's not bad to like vibe in a group. And of course, like, as you get older, as you learn your social skills, you, you learn the value of being of identifying as part of a group but for me it was always like I I've always preferred just one-on-one talks like this where you can have like real deep conversations with people and really get to know them um like I don't know how to do shallow conversation like small talks right yeah no yeah that sounds super pretentious but at the same time like I I do know now but at least you're being honest about it you know like yeah I I really prefer this than like a group setting and that's it's really interesting because that's not always the oh. case for other people. And I've had to learn how to, to respect that that's not what other people always want to, that that being in a group setting and whatever is like, it's not shallow. It's just like a different way of, of approaching friendship and community. You know, that actually, that actually you know, kind of triggers something. Okay, um, yeah. okay actually, two points. One, mm-hmm. um, way back, this is your thing of like, you know, group of Green Day fans. I will admit <laughs> way back, when I consumed way too much Green Day media, <laughs> I did want to be Billy Joe Jr. Oh. Like, like I bought a, a black polo shirt, a red tie, <laughs> and um, you know, my first ever guitar. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it or whoever's seen it before. It's um, mm-hmm. it's the same model as Billy Joe, and me and a friend of ours. I'm I'm guessing you can guess who. He he plays music as well. <laughs> um. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, he uh. I went to his place in Hong Kong. We we yeah. printed Billy Joe stickers and like to the T, I plastered his stickers on my guitar just to make it look like his. And I've and like I've used it oh. for like ten years and now it's like wear and tear and it looks exactly like Billy Joe's. It's just a different color. Oh. So like I wanted to be Billy Joe Jr. like so badly. So which is why the whole strumming pattern, like some of the songs I've written like yeah. some of the songs I've, I've written if you guys hear it like you guys will definitely be like you are a fucking green day fan because strumming pattern lyrics even the way i sing i have to unlearn how to sing because like i'm so used to like billy joe's like do you have to, like that whole like yeah. nasally voice thing like i i it's it's ingrained in me so like i i am basically billy joe jr even to this point <laughs> Did you hang out with a lot of people who were Green Day fans at the time too? No, I just, just idolized them way too much. Ah, uh, okay. I idolized Billy Joe way too much, and you know, given that you know our other friends, we we know again which one we're not going to name names, but like like our other friends. <laughs> Why those two not? Were He's been like, on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he would want to still be identified with it. So you know, just to respect him, oh, but uh, yeah. you know, like, but then you know, like, like, like us 
all of us would like listen to Green Day like religiously, mm. and we would be like uber mega fans. And you know, I still love the band to this day. I I, I love them. Like Billy yeah. Joe's like admittedly like one of my biggest influences. Oh yeah. Not just not just musically. You know my habit of saying you know that's from him. <laughs> I've consumed his his interviews so much that I've developed his mannerisms. Like there's literally so, a video what of him saying you that- know. Prince is exhibit A in the case study of people who are what they consume. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've answered the question as yes, resoundingly, a hundred percent. No, yeah, no, like like if you go on if you go on YouTube right now and search Billy Joe, you know, there is a video of him saying you know in each interview. Love it. And there, there is I'm, this is I'm there gonna is. find that. I'll there find is. it for later. And like and if you watch it and you listen to me talk. You will notice that I say, okay, like is a very Californian thing. Like that's 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 normal. But if okay. you if you ever hear me talk and you you notice how many times I say you know, you do say you know quite frequently. That's that's In because of Billy Joe. Yes. That is because of Billy Joe. <laughs> I've taken his mannerisms because I because I idolize this man way too much. <laughs> you, you've taken them and then transmuted them into something that's personal to you. No, it, it's it's that's... funny. It's funny now because it's become my own thing. <laughs> Like yeah, I'm it really known has, for this, I so it's, this, it's like you know, I, I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I mean, so another thing. I, guess, yeah. I mean, I mean, just just to add to this, like another thing yeah. that I that I kind of consumed a lot was how I met your mother, yep. and it. <laughs> he made an entire server based on the Liam <laughs> concept. It was that for a hot minute, then you changed it. Mostly. Okay, yeah, but uh, I mean. <laughs> You know Barney, his cool. Yes, his he, well, hopefully not the dinosaur and how I met your mother. That's a little weird if he was. Really... <laughs> no, okay, no, I mean like. Uh... I love you, Peter <laughs> No, but yeah, no, like Barney Simpson, his 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 whole personality of like, I gotta make everything legendary. Like like I gotta make shit memorable. Like that like that's what I kind of took from him. You know, it's like like always kind of like like everything has got to be legendary like everything i gotta do i gotta do it in a sense where like one i gotta get a reaction out of someone or i gotta you know i gotta find pleasure in something because you mm-hmm. know for, for him he, he was always like it's gonna be legendary so you know mm-hmm. for me it's like subconsciously i guess i took that because i i, I always like that idea of being like damn whatever i'm doing is gonna be fun like i'm always gonna have mm-hmm. get a story out of it you know interesting i okay so for me like i think I used to be more that way um and just the older that I've grown the less I seem to it's kind of like you I think you're in the transitional phase because I'm I'm just like I'm only a few years older than you <laughs> we're not that far off from each other but Three years. Um, it's, it's, think, it's not bad it's not bad but I think also we've had like different life experiences and, yeah. and whatever um not I think I know we've had different life experiences and so like for me I I think the the phase that you're describing yourself being in right now is something that I I wasn't in the past and now I am transitioning out of and I don't really know what to call this next phase of life that I've transitioned into in my 20s um other than I don't feel uh as strong of a need to to uh identify with the music that I listen to or um the the people who I hang out with I guess or 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 all that kind of stuff I've just kind of like I don't know I, I feel like 
I used to try more and now I just don't really care whether or not I'm I'm fitting into whatever stereotype or, or expectation oh, yeah. or something that I have built for myself. Um and I, I was kind of I was kind of talking about this with you earlier too. Like um I am more accepting of of whatever there is in myself to the point that like if other people don't accept it, it doesn't phase me anymore. Um, I used to really struggle with rejection and just feeling like I wasn't part of a group or like I wasn't part of a something or like I wasn't recognized for being a certain way. And now if I feel like I'm rejected, I'm like, okay, I'm going to reject you back. Or like, I kind of don't care enough. Like I don't have the energy to deal with this, whatever. Like if you don't like me, then you don't like me and that's cool. And I don't hate you. I just don't need to keep trying to keep this in my life um so how do you feel like you're there or getting there or want to be there or I mean I don't want to be there I mean I've (laughs) I've always kind of had that whole mentality of being like okay if you don't like me cool not everyone's gonna like me you know yeah yeah I I struggle with it but then like I feel like I've I feel like my thing now is like I'm slowly getting to the point where I'm not as blunt with it because back then like Mm. and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you've noticed this when you first met me was like I was super like in your face type of thing about it. Mm-hmm. Like I was like I was like super into like someone's face. Like like you don't like me. All right, cool. Like like I'm gonna genuinely piss you off. Now I'm just like I'm getting to that <laughs> stage with you. We're like all right, cool. But then you know I kind of wanted to bring this up earlier. You know just just like as a you know as mm-hmm. time's kind of winding down. Like I'll I'll just kind of brush on this a little yeah. bit. Like for me as a person, it's it. like I'm very different when it comes to one one on one talk now to when you get me in the group like i code switch a lot <laughs> like in a group mm-hmm. i'm more goofy i'm more yeah. i'm more like like I'll, I'll try to make people laugh i'll say right. some dumb shit and I'll, I'll play really dumb at times as well like like yeah you know, you know I've seen. <laughs> there would be times where you'd be like why would you say that and i was like dude it's funny but you know <laughs> but then little little do people know that everything's premeditated like whatever i say it's either to get a reaction, to get a laugh, or to kind of extend the conversation at the expense of maybe me taking mm-hmm. a little bit of heat. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? Like, I'm pretty sure these guys are smart enough to know that I'm like doing this just to extend the conversation or, you know. But then, yeah. I think like, for me, I I'm, code switch a lot. <laughs> I'm too dumb to premeditate anything of my own stuff. I, I just live in whatever moment it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, like, um, if something clever comes out of my mouth, I'm like, wow, that was good. <laughs> no, that. no, I'm witty. I'm very, um, I'm very, uh, well, I'm kind of exposing myself here a little bit, but I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I do think of everything I'm going to say and everything. And I, I do think of the possibilities there's, you know, really? unless I'm, unless I'm very mad or I'm very into my emotions of like laughing mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But if, I, but if you catch me in a very neutral tone and I say something witty or I say something to extend a conversation or I say mm-hmm. something that seems dumb, that's something no one would ever think about, trust me, yes, no one no one who isn't as, like, no one who had in their right mind would say it, but then me, I think of it and I say it because I want to extend a conversation. Like, mm-hmm. it's not something like, oh my God, like, you're so dumb that why would you say that? It's more like, in my head, be like, I know you're going to say that. I'm going to say this because no one else will ever think of this. So, like, those really out there theories I have, it's not random. Like, I've thought of it, and I'm only doing it to get a rise out of people or to get the conversation going. 
which now that everyone knows probably will get less of a reaction and will now make me a little bit depressed i'm kidding <laughs> but no yeah i think i'm the opposite in that i i look smarter than i am and then you get to know me and you're like damn she's dumb <laughs> i mean like part of and the reason like, yeah, i'm surprised like, i, I mean, look intellectual don't believe me I'm not. well no i mean to, to your credit you are still pretty into intellectual i'll give you that like you know okay thanks friend <laughs> no no but um i mean for me it's like um the reason i'm doing this podcasting again to be honest is because like i kind of miss actually having like a decent talk where i can have like a straight conversation and i wouldn't have to worry about like having to make people laugh or make a joke or play dumb because like Mm-hmm. in a sense like i've kind of had that as like an as an image to kind of like get people to laugh or something you know you know yeah. just kind of being like a little bit of a clown kind of being like the, the, the tension breaker or whatever but then when it comes to like mm-hmm. a 1v1 like this it's like yeah i don't want this part of me to be hidden and i don't want it to mm-hmm. be buried that when people get to know me they're like oh shit you had this side of you like no like i've always had this it's just i choose for the other sides of me to be seen you know so like mm-hmm that's i guess that goes back to you know our original topic of kind of like finding yourself it's like at some points you do kind of have to choose which part of you you want to be seen and you know it's great to be an open book like i am like admittedly i'm pretty open about everything but at the same time it's like if you're choosing parts of you you also have to make sure that you're not forgetting the parts that aren't being shown you know because if you do you know lose that part it's like like what you're you're just gonna be a class clown your entire life that's yeah that's not something people contain multitudes like you're allowed to have those goofy sounds exactly you know just just like just like shrek said you know have layers (laughs) yeah (laughs) again shrek is love shrek is life i was about to say garlic (laughs) it's definitely not garlic (laughs) dude it's like 230 man but like you know it's true this is one of the oh, few man. times is this, even, this... is this even publishable prince what are we talking about no this is <laughs> no, great kidding. this no, is this great is, this no. is fun no but um, um yeah no see this is one of the few times where i'm not premeditating the dumb stuff i say because i because it's 2 30 <laughs> but this is going to be great and to anyone that's made it this far thank you for listening and um indeed again yeah so for the next few episodes hopefully we'll have um a few more people like uh you know, I've been in talks with some of our other friends and they're mm. down in, you know, I was going to say down into it. That just sounded weird. Down for it. Um, wow. Or down bad for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, like they're, um, they are down for it. And, you know, these guys, you, you know, they're, they've been to different countries, have a lot, you know, way different experiences yeah. than we have. And uh, have a lot to say, honestly, like they're, you know, all yeah. of us are, pretty opinionated and you know it's, it's going to be a lovely thing and you know one thing that i that i kind of do want to experience and i don't want it to get heated but i do want to have i do want to see what happens in a disagreement because i feel like that would be like a perfect mm. example to people yeah. like you know it's kind of like pick a know, hot button topic <laughs> exactly no, no but like also given that like all of us you know like we've at least known each other for years you know like like the friends that we're inviting well i mean you know but uh but you know the friends that's the timeline of our friendship by the way a year a year yeah (laughs) a year and a half like more more or less (laughs) actually it's been a year i only met you in feb (laughs) 
yeah it's it's been a year yeah but um actually less but uh, i mean the other friends were inviting like i've known them for like 10 years like yeah you know 10 11 yeah. years like erica's known known them for like probably like two three at this point so yeah some of them yeah. a little longer but yeah, yeah. So, anywho i guess exactly. last do we have any closing remarks i, I don't know yeah no, i kind of rambled on there i'm sorry like i'll, I'll let no, you no, have a okay. say I'm just looking at the time because we've got three minutes left, but I, I guess the only thing I really have to say is like, if you can take away anything from this episode, we are clearly two people in our 20s, still trying to figure ourselves out, still trying to find out what our roles are in the world. And if that was of any value to you, then thank you for listening through all of it. Um, I I guess my only advice, if you were also someone who's in your 20s and trying to figure yourself out, is that uh, don't stress about it. Like, I know we will stress about it anyway but at the end of the day like you will learn that the older you get the less you know um and it's that sort of novice attitude towards life that can lead you to learn more about yourself if you go towards life with with open arms and an open mind and and think okay like i don't know everything but i can learn things then then you're already on a great path to self-discovery um so yeah uh, for me, my closing my closing remarks would be, don't move countries for a girl. I almost did that. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's like number two on the list after the entire quote I gave. <laughs> That's the second most important thing. Don't don't move somewhere because you're in love with someone. Don't change yourself for somebody who you like. Just don't do it. It doesn't matter. It's not that they're not that important. You can't stand to lose yourself for somebody else. And if you if live for people's acceptance, then you will die from their rejection. Okay, I'm just gonna say this. I'm I'm I've openly admitted that I'm a simp. But <laughs> okay, uh, all I will say is like, if you're simping, simp responsibly, guys. <laughs> yes, simp responsibly. Don't don't simp irresponsibly. I mean, hey, you know, attraction is normal, but you know. Except if you're asexual, but anyway. <laughs> all right, well, I mean, we have a minute left. <laughs> right. Okay. Last minute. All I'm gonna say is that um, yeah, this is the Around the World and Back podcast, and mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of people like this. You'll hear a lot of people like this, and if you guys enjoyed it, yeah, just tune in again. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. See you whenever.